This week, how do you decide what to work on? Or to put it another way, how do you prioritise all the stuff you need to do? Hello and welcome to episode 301 of the Working With podcast, a podcast to answer all your questions about productivity, time management, self-development and goal planning. My name is Carl Pauline and I am your host of this show. Now, this week's question is on a subject I am sure you come across from time to time. That is, how do you decide what to work on when you have an overwhelming list of tasks to choose from? In my role as a productivity and time management coach, I get to see how many tasks clients have in their today view, and I am often shocked to see upwards of 30 tasks. Now, let's be honest here. You are not going to complete 30 plus tasks in a day. If you begin the day with this many tasks, your day is already destroyed. You see, the problem is when you begin the day, you will likely find it quite easy to choose which of those tasks to do. However, as the day proceeds and your decision-making abilities decline, something that happens to all of us, it's called decision fatigue, and is a recognised condition that affects us all. This means as you head into the afternoon and still have 20 plus tasks left, you find increasingly difficult to decide what to do. This slows you down alarmingly and you find yourself reaching the end of the day with 15 to 20 tasks still to do. Now, a lot of people will blame their task manager at this point. My task manager cannot be working because I keep getting to the end of the day with tasks still to do. Well, no, it's not the task manager. It's you. You allowed yourself to start the day with all those tasks. You added the dates. What did you expect to happen? So, with that little warning out of the way, let me hand you over to the mystery podcast voice for this week's question. This week's question comes from Lionel. Lionel asks, Hi, Carl. I've followed you for some time now and I've always wanted to ask you how best to prioritize my tasks so I stand a chance of completing them all. This is my biggest challenge and I just cannot find a way to make my list more manageable. Hi Lionel, thank you for your question. So the first step here is to do a little bit of analysis. While you may be starting the day with say 20 tasks, how many on average are you actually getting done? You can go into your completed area of your task manager and collect this data. If you use Todoist, you can go into your productivity area, the Karma Points section, and it will give you the total number of tasks you have completed over the last four weeks. Add those numbers together and divide it by 28. That will give you your average number of tasks you complete each day. That number is your optimum daily number. 
So to give you a benchmark, my average over the last four weeks is 79 tasks, which means I have an average around 11 tasks per day over seven days. Now, I cannot argue with that. That's the historical data. I might like to think I can complete 20 or more tasks per day, but the evidence tells me I complete around 11 tasks per day. I should say I do not add things like drink five cups of water or take my vitamins in Todoist. The tasks I have Todoist is are work or home related. Tasks such as write this script, record my YouTube video or write my coaching client feedback. The average duration of a task for me is going to be at least 40 minutes. I also don't add individual emails or telephone calls. I have these in my notes or email app. Todoist triggers me to go to email or my notes and do the work. So the first thing to establish is how many tasks per day are you really doing? Once you have that number, you can now plan your days. If, for instance, you find your optimum number is 15 tasks, then at the end of the day, when you plan the next, you see you have 25 tasks you know you need to go in and reduce that number down and that means you need to prioritize your list. How do you do that? Well, first go through the list and ask yourself if all these tasks really do need to be done tomorrow. You'll likely find that 40 to 60% of them don't. You'll also discover that a few of them no longer need doing at all and you can remove these immediately. The chances are this first step will get your list down to a more realistic number on its own. However, if you still have five or six tasks over your optimum number, the next step is to look through what you have on your list against your core work. Your core work is the work you are employed to do, not the work you volunteered to do. For instance, salespeople sell, which means any activity involving selling is your core work. Writing up activity reports and doing your expenses, while may need to be done, are not your core work. Your core work takes priority over non-core work. I know sometimes your accounts department may be hassling you for your expenses, but if you have promised a customer you will send them a pro forma invoice, the invoice gets done first. The next line of prioritization is your areas of focus. These can be difficult to justify because if they were on the Eisenhower matrix, they would be in quadrant two, the important but not urgent quadrant. However, one I've noticed is the most productive people I've ever met or read about never neglect these and ensure they are prioritized each day. For example, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Dwayne Johnson will never, ever miss an exercise session. Exercise is a non-negotiable part of their identity and areas of focus. They will say no to other things before even considering missing a session. Robin Sharma will never skip his self-development time and Warren Buffett will never skip his reading time. These areas of focus are non-negotiable. It's hard, I know, if you come from a background of dropping everything to please other people to justify these changes in the way you manage your time. But 
unless you do make these changes, you cannot expect to ever put an end to the tyranny of task overwhelm. There's an unlimited number of people hoping you will do things for them. The trouble is, you only have a limited amount of time to do everything you want or need to do. Now, let's look at your calendar. The calendar is the core to you having the time to complete your work each day. If you only rely on your task manager to tell you what needs to be done, you will always be overwhelmed. Task managers do not understand time. They can only tell you what you think you have to do. Your calendar shows you how much time you actually have after taking into account your sleep, eating and collecting your kids from school. I've always recommended you use your calendar to block out categories of work. For instance, if you group all your communications together, email, messages and phone calls, and do them all in a dedicated block of time, you'll find you get a lot more done. You'll also be less distracted and you are focused on only one thing, communication. Similarly, for deeper work, work that requires you to focus and concentrate. Block a couple of hours out in the morning. I find 9.30 to 11.30 a.m. is my best time for deep work. So four days out of seven, I have those two hours blocked out for creative work. You need to find time on your calendar when you don't have regular meetings and block them out. Be ruthless here and protect that time. It's surprising how much you can get done in two hours when you know you will not be interrupted. Remember, if someone asks you if you can meet tomorrow at 10 a.m., you can always say, mm, not 10 a.m., but I'm free after 11.30 you'll find 90% of the time they will say, great, see you at 11.30. And on those rare occasions when the only time you can meet is 10am, then okay, it's just one day. It's not going to break the week. You can reschedule your time block to another time in the week. The trick with your calendar is to pre-block sufficient time to cover your core work and areas of focus. You can do this when you do your weekly planning sessions. Make sure these critical tasks have enough time allocated for them before you allow the week to run away with you. And it will run away with you if you have no plan. That way, you know before the week begins, if you respect your calendar, you will have sufficient time to get all your critical work done and have sufficient time left over for the things that will inevitably pop up once the week begins. I've often said, if you want to become more productive, the key is to do the back-end work. Establish what is important to you, both professionally and personally, and ensure you have enough time set aside in your calendar for getting the associated tasks completed when they need to be completed. This means working out what your areas of focus and core work are. Then putting the associated events such as exercise time in your calendar and tasks like sending money to your savings account each month into your task manager. But above all, work out what your optimum number of tasks per day is. We all have that number find it and use it to plan out your day so you are completing everything that needs to be done 
and eliminating everything else. I hope that helps, Lionel, and thank you so much for your question, and thank you to you too for listening. It just remains for me now to wish you all a very, very productive week. <laughs>